welcome to the podcast well, with Face, Pat, we and are here. So what's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. Show of three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm one third of the partners. It's your boy Tiz, along with it's the other third of the partners. He just flew in from work. Um, the Padawan here. I almost forgot my name. <laughs> along with <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it's facing a place and about second place this week in this race, but I'm running fast to get the first. Mm-hmm. And episode 36. Uh, sorry, it's late, guys. Um, so funny story. Um, and it kind of leads us into tonight's guest as well. Um, so this is actually the second time we've done the show this week. Um, and I emphasize done, not recorded, because uh, when we when we did the show on Tuesday night, uh, my dumb ass did not hit record. So we're doing this all over again. So uh, at this point, our guest tonight is pretty much damn near fourth partner. partner. Um, he's literally hung with us for a whole show already. And uh, he back with us. For the first time again, um, we have brother Lucas Oliver from Baby Boys Bulls. Um, and he came to us, uh, Face made this connection for us, and uh, we are really blessed to have him here. Um, Face, how, how did we meet our guest tonight? Well, first and foremost, if anybody's ever um, seen the thumbnail of Face, uh, y'all only see KJ, my dog, and that's where I met Lucas at. Lucas is a dog breeder, also owns a kennel, a close personal family friend. And being that I'm trying to get in the field, he's somewhat of a mentor to me in this field. So I figured why don't we bring him on and let him share his knowledge with the world as well. And also get some promotion in for his business in the Black Business Forum. So putting up further ado, uh, I welcome Lucas Oliver, owner of Baby Boys Bulls, to the Partners Podcast. Hey, guys, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Indeed, man. We appreciate having you, man. Uh, thank you for being willing to share your time uh, twice now, um, and being just just being willing to come in and uh, share your um, knowledge, your information, um, and teach us a little bit tonight. Um, a lot of us and our listeners um, are actually, you know, dog owners or pet owners, and we're, we're into dogs. Or, you know, we even have some people out there that are into you know, breeding, whether it be for personal or, you know, for commercial reasons. So we're really hyped to have, you know, an expert in the building tonight to, you know, just drop some gems and teach us and, you know, just give you a chance to just share your story and share your platform so we can get people out there, you know, a resource on how they can get plugged into the breeding world and get them some dogs and, and, and get that information. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother Lucas. Um. And I'm happy to be here. I ain't no expert, but, you know, we all need some knowledge. And if I got it, I'll spread it. Right on, brother. Appreciate you, King. All right. So um, let's get right into it, guys. Um, let's start at the beginning, man. When, How did you become a breeder by trade? What made you choose that as your profession and, and, and what you do? Uh, I was a little kid. I was around mischievous and stuff, man. And I had some books. It's nice to read. And instead of getting in trouble, we had to uh, write book reports. And I used to always mm. pick this, this this book up that was all about dogs, from like the beginning of cavemen to how they domesticated the first wolf puppy, all the way to how they bred and made a Maltese to warm your feet up kingdom. You know what I mean? So wow. that was interesting to me because that was like science before I knew what science was. You know what I mean? 
Right, right. Hell yeah. You're actually learning biology and genealogy and genetics and all that. Yeah, man. And then a fast forward part of that story was uh, I had a cousin. He went through some misfortune where he got had to go take a little vacation, but he was like, go get a dog. And when he told me to go get the dog, he also told me to go get the paperwork. Because mm. before that, I'm from a rural in Virginia. So he, paperwork was like, what is paperwork? So uh, he, uh, his girl gave me the paperwork, man. And I had an open class, which was like a library worker or whatever. And bro, I literally went to school for like six months and just typed in every day on the same computer. I, I just researched the dogs and I just took my research further and further. And just always had a dog or, or somebody would always bring me around a dog. Luke, I got this dog. Come see it. Hey, man, that's nice, man. We should hit that with this. And we should try this right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. So uh, it's, it's literally been part of your life since day one almost. Um, yeah, I had a dog since I was like 15. Oh, wow. So pretty much since, you, since your whole formative life and adult life, you've been in it. So you can yeah, see, right. people, that this is not somebody that just woke up and started doing this yesterday. You know, I mean, we bringing you the best of the best here. Um, when you pick your breeds, or when when it comes to when you wanted to start your business, how did you pick what breeds you wanted to focus on? Ooh, I always liked the uh, when I started, like when I was younger, it was the pit bulls, and I used to notice that they was like when I looked online and stuff, they was like a little bit more stockier. Their structure was different. They had more bows, more, ch- I'm like, why we, so I just made it a thing. Like if I could ever get my hands on it and I made it, I was, you know, one of them things in the back of your head, like you're a little kid. Like when I get older, I'm gonna buy that car. I was like, mm. when I get older, <laughs> I'm gonna make my yard look like this stuff. I'm looking on the internet at 2000 and 2002 or something like that. I was like, I want wow. those dogs. So you literally, I was dreaming about that in, in school. Wow. Um, yeah, bro. Drawing and my all the heads of all my cartoons used to look like dogs. I don't know. It was just dogs. <laughs> no, no lie, bro. My brother's like four years older than me, and my sister's like seven years younger than me. So it wasn't like when I was at home. On I had a dog, and I used to play sports, and it was a pit bull at the time. And bro, he used to work out with me. Like I used to run like five miles, just let him off the leash, bro. We could run anywhere. I could ride a bike. He was right beside me. I was by myself, so my dog was my best friend. Damn, that's like some DMX shit right there. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Said that rest in peace. Right. Yeah, yeah, rest in, rest peace. in peace, man. That's dope, though, man. Um, now that you're in the profession, what are some of your biggest challenges that you face as a breeder? Uh, I'm getting more right, right now. I'm doing like I started with like XLs and standards, which is more like a pit bull with a bit, a little bit stockier, mm-hmm. and they was pretty cool and that was kind of easy to breed. But then I, I'm learning the evolution of the dog game, which more exotic, and that whole process of it's a learning process, bro. That's why it's like you know what I mean. Like every day right. is a different lesson. Just learning the bloodlines and what's real and what's fake and, and, and really looking at the dog and know it's not going to throw what that dog looks like. It's going to throw his grandparents, but that takes a lot of trial and error between either me and other parties or somebody else and they can be consistent. But it's just a lot of error in it, man. And it's just, it's a learning thing, this period. Got you. Got you. Um, This is a little bit, you know, off, but um, I heard you say something there where you were like, you know, how to tell what's real, what's fake. When you saying that, do you mean like the dog's fate, like somebody's um, 
selling or promoting that they have a breed that's not actually what it is? Or do you mean like paperwork's fake? What did you mean by that? All of what you just said above, bro. I don't know. Mm. That, that's all of that, bro, is part of the dog game. And like, that's why, like, I tried to, I personally try, and the people I deal with, I try to make sure we like own our business. Like, I get called, my girl, my job, I don't have a job, but I have a job. My, my, my dogs pretty much run. I get on the phone at like eight o'clock in the morning, bro. And I'm, it's anything from, hey, did you send your paperwork off? Hey, Luke, I don't know how to do that. Well, look, I'm going to be over a little bit later, help you fill that out. Hey, Luke, mm. uh, dog, uh, was some, some, hey, look, I don't really know that one. Take it to the vet. Uh, Luke, uh, but like we were just saying with the, uh, I learned like later on when you start doing things, man, you just got to know. When you, when you start getting into something, you start to know certain things. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, a lot of older heads side and kind of like, you know, this is what happened right here. And I was like, all right. So then instead of somebody pulling the wool over my eyes, they let me open my eyes so I could see what's really going on. Because when I was younger, I was buying a lot of dogs and the dogs I was producing wasn't the type of dog that I was promised to get. Mm. That's when I found mm. things were what people said they were. So I just scrapped mm. it a couple times. Started over, you know what I mean. Not saying how it, how I would know or anything, but that sounds like you know when you're in the drug game and people be out there selling dummies or, bur- or burners. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the, uh, but, the, but the dog version, basically. Yeah, what the boy did there said, man. Look, if you gonna step on that shit, you can call it whatever the hell you want to call it. Don't call that shit my shit. But it's you had to <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't speak on it too hard because you can't knock people for doing what they did because without them doing what we did, we wouldn't be where we are now. So you can't mm-hmm. be mad at them. You see what I'm saying? So it was one of them things like something when I first, oh man, it was, then when I really learned it, it was more one of those things like, shit, I'm glad they did it because goddamn the dogs look cool as shit now. You know? Mm. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit comes progression. Indeed. Indeed. Good point, Faith. Um, Luke, what is all right? So I got two questions. You can eat. You can pick either one to answer, whichever one you feel like answering. Um, what is either what is something that would surprise most people about dogs that maybe only breeders would notice, or what are some major misconceptions about dogs or dog breeding that would surprise people? I'm gonna go with the second one. Right on. Probably the uh the people wouldn't know when I'm trying to get into it. It's the the traveling, the money, the losses, sleepless nights, vets, arguments with your spouse because it's gonna be stressful. You know mm. what I mean? Like it's, it's it's a job, bro. It's not something that you can turn off at five o'clock. You see what I'm saying? You can't turn yeah. off a dog. You see what I'm saying? You're dealing with a living being and like I said, with these different dogs you get different ailments and, and allergies and why is your ass swollen why is your leg swollen why are you you know what i mean and we're not yeah, that's about it. I, I wouldn't even thought about yeah mm-hmm. bro, it's, it's different uh a guy one of my guys today was getting on facebook today and was like all the losses that he took he, you know what i'm saying made him want to quit and then he hit me in my inbox and boy that boy a hundred thousand in the dogs right now and some big breedings didn't take so you would think that it's easy oh i'm gonna buy this dog and i'm do this and bro, it don't work like that all the time. And you don't get none of the money driving to the vet. You don't get your time back. You don't get your yeah. money that you put for your own test. You don't put get the money back for the service. 
them all losses and invest where well, they supposed to be investments, but they may become a, a loss in the long run. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, That's all a part of the business. That's all a part of any any business venture or you're going to do it for yourself. You're going to take a loss though, or you possibly have that, that possibility of taking a loss when you go into business. But then with the dog game, from what I'm saying, just for talking to you, it, it has to be more of a realization because your losses can come from many different angles when dealing with a living creature. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Face, you got some questions? Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You know, I, I'm I lined up with mine. Now, my first one, my first question to you, Luke, comes right right in the ethic of breeding. Now, most people don't know, but there's two different ways of breeding. Um, with the dogs, you got artificial insemination and natural, just like with humans. Now, in your perspective, which method do you find better, and does it matter which which way is used? Mm. Every dog is his own deck of cards. I'm gonna say it like that because I could tell you to do a surgical and the surgical don't work. I could tell you to do natural and the natural didn't work. You know what I mean? And plus mm-hmm. the different when we playing, uh, like I was saying before, this is what I learned about the dog game and this old dude. It was a couple old guys that gave me them old uh, like them, them questions that uh, Mr. Miyagi asked Daniel son. Mm. Oh yeah. So one of them was like, uh, uh, when you're doing like dog breeding, we play in God or whoever you pray to, because I'm not like crazy about religion, but like whoever you see as the higher power, mm-hmm. bro, you in something that wouldn't naturally in nature go together when you make some of these dogs. I'm saying with some of these bigger structured dogs, or some of the dogs are so short that they can't really naturally tie. So in the wild, mm-hmm. they really wouldn't. Really, so. We're playing God, putting this dog with this dog, and you know what I'm saying. So right, some yeah. things go right, and some things do go right, and you need time with it, man. You need like all the dogs in my yard right now are something that I I bought the mothers, and then I produced everything that's on my yard right now because I know what I have, and I'm producing to get. I got a vision. I'm giving myself a three to four window, three to four year window to produce exactly what I see is my version of a perfect dog. Hmm. You know how sad that would be as a human to not be tall enough to make to to get it in with your wife. That's so sad, man. I feel bad for the dog, man. Like, damn, man, you. It ain't even your fault. You just can't get up there. Oh man. Oh, somewhere in the world. Hold on, I had a mechanic, right, and he had a dachshund, and he had a female pit bull, and she laid down for my boy. <laughs> she said, oh, I can go missionary for you, big dog. I got you. Ooh. She just laid Damn. in the side. <laughs> hey, that gotta be the funniest thing ever to see. Dog just just say, oh, 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 this ain't gonna work. Hold on, I got you. <laughs> oh, I seen a little, it was like a little brindle dachshund body with a pit bull head, but it was like skinny because it was a dachshund. It was weird, bro. Oh, and they, that's like, crazy. It was, it was, it was a it cartoon was, character. Right. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was, like some shit somebody draw. My second question comes in respect of dog births. Now, is it true that dogs can have C-section too? And why, why not? Some, like I just said, it don't even matter because I had a guy tell me the other day, 
it was like he lost the whole litter because he thought his dog was big enough to push out. But it's just like, just think about it like women, bro. And this is the best way I've learned to deal with my dogs, for real. Women and kids, you got to do kind of the same thing because, like, some women can't naturally push out a kid that would kill them. It's mm. the same thing with dogs. It goes back to the last thing I just said. We're putting some things together that shouldn't probably, really, well, they wouldn't have naturally went together. I'm saying that way. It shouldn't not go together, but they wouldn't naturally go together. So their hips may not be big enough to own of the puppy that's coming out. Some females, uh, I was balling them up or making them bigger. Their insides aren't right. Their uh, birth canal may not be angled correctly. Their uh, mm. cervix may not no, be like. It's still like anatomy now with these dogs. Bro. It's really like, it's, it, the more I learned and the more I got into it, and I was like, wow, you really got to get like a C-section. Like somebody really got to cut the dog open. Right. I walked in the house one night and this guy was like a street vet. He had a dog laying on his table, bro, passed out, cut the dog open, got the puppy's dog woke back up. I was like, wow, bro. And then your family about to eat. What the, the hell? Yeah, that was like, that's why I, I said. I didn't even know uh, you could have a street vet for a dog. Like, what? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, see, that's one of the things about being like, I got to go behind some doors, bro. Like, this dog thing, like, it's crazy. Because, like, you know how, like, you know how some rappers, They've been around for a long time and they was with this person. Like two chains was back with Ludacris and all that. And mm-hmm. then finally he got mm-hmm. he had to get burned and, and, and find out that certain things wasn't what they was. And it's basically the same thing with the dog game. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same exact thing. It's just you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. That's crazy. It's like nothing. Yeah. C sections and dogs, like the the, the, yeah. the juxtaposition, like the connection to like how close. You think that's bad, bro? You know, like when we, y'all asked me about inseminations. To get that insemination time correctly, you have to take the female to the vet two to three times to get a progesterone test. You know the progesterone test? Just like uh, with your woman. See it? Yes. You want to see what she's Yeah, hell yeah. So you got to take it. So we might spend. We might just spend five hundred dollars in progesterone test. That's maybe luckily two of them to get us in the window, and then still gotta now collect from the mail. Then have to inseminate. And if you do it all at the vet, because you can't do it personally, all that's bread. And that's that money that I was telling you. Is, is hopefully, if the dog takes and you make your money back, that was an investment. But if it don't take, all of that money is not recap. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said if anybody just trying to jump in for like money, bro. Ah, this ain't what it is, bro. This this ain't what you this ain't them guys that you see on Facebook and Instagram that's 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 willing and dealing, but them boys finally got real estate and some more stuff behind them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not and I'm not it's saying like a labor of love for real. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you can't do that, but don't let's not all be fooled by like Instagram and Facebook and, and, and social media. <laughs> it's not just an easy thing, bro. I'm telling you. Anything right. worth doing can be hard, shit. Big facts. Now, my next question: What are some mistakes that you you made when you first started? Everything from dog food <laughs> to uh, thinking I could do a natural tie and I should have did insemination, mm-hmm. thinking I didn't need a testosterone test to uh, leaving a dog outside and the temperature was too hot and she absorbed the puppies. Uh, mm. Wow. 
Yeah, a little small. Bro, she was in shade. Would you would have if you would have came to my house, you'd been like, that dog is fine. But the vet told me it was like if she would have been like in the crib, just relaxing, but it was so hot by the body sweating and, and needing nutrients and stuff, it took from the puppies first because they won't develop. Um, mm. Oh wow. Mm. Uh, I, man, that's crazy. that just blew my mind. All right. Yeah, it's uh uh, not giving a dog enough uh, folic acid, aka prenatal, because their body was missing something and the dog didn't take. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, we like I say, man, I could just go on and on and on and on and on. It's it's, it's trial and error, man, and each dog is his new deck of cards. It's his own enigma. Right on. I tell you, I got a dog, and every time I breed her on the third day, she takes. I breed oh, wow. my dog on the third. Seven, the eighth, the ninth, that bitch still ain't taking. Excuse me, but the dog still ain't taking. You feel me? No, yeah. you know you good. Uh, this is an adult show, so you're all good, buddy. Shit, you know, man, we don't like mind. We don't mind adult words here. Face on here, so <laughs> I, I, I do. Look and the face, face, face is yeah. more than a, a few flies. So we good, buddy. Yeah, segment called fuckery. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're under eighteen. Good, you should be listening to us anyway. Yeah, we all over, we all over thirty five over here. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. So my next question, it won't on the line that we sent to you, but just off the top of my head, I know you breed American bullies right now, but if you had a dream, if you can put two dogs together that could be your dream pair, what mm-hmm. breed would you put together? None of them. Hmm. I told you I read that book when I was little, bro. And every dog was built for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I do cross breedings, and they got like the fluffy and cheese and stuff of that nature now, which is yeah, the wrong. Yeah, it's but all right now, like don't get it twisted because I ain't mad at nobody for doing. It, like I said, because the Labradoodle is a better retriever dog, and they actually did the Labradoodle for people that got allergies because poodle hair doesn't have the uh, allergenic quality mm. of the hair, mm. just like they did, uh, it's another one with the Shih Tzu and Pomeranian, I want to believe, whatever yeah. I call them, but they did that because one of the types of dogs' hair isn't the one that fucks with people allergies, so they did that so somebody with allergies could have that dog, so for that Got type it. of joke, bro, all of that's cool with me, but like, I'm a dog breeder, bro, so like, I didn't see, I am see, that's probably not a thing, I didn't see crosses and shit like that before. So me more now, I'm more like just going to the shows, bro, and seeing real purebred dogs be the best confirmation mm-hmm. dog to be. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm doing exotics, and it's two ways. It's either super clean or there's a little bit dirty. So, like, my own yard, I got Easties and Westies, and I found out I got one dog with hip dysplasia. So learning to work with, okay, now I know she needs to not. I can't breed her now. So now I got to, all right, this dog got a little, and I got it. That's why it's still fun to me. But sometimes it be, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I'm saying? But as far as mixing something, I don't know. My favorite dog, like I told y'all the other night, like I just want to, I think when I get right, right, in a big crib and got some land, just let a big-ass dog run, I'm going to get that dog a board out. Shit. Damn, Folks, you ain't never seen that thing. <laughs> big a uh, check uh, Tom Hanks. What was it? Okay. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Turn Turn it Turn it yeah. Well, 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 Hooch, that's what he talking yeah. about. That big ass dog. 
<laughs> that big ass slobbery dog. That orange. That's big as a that's bigger than a man. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, ain't nobody coming to your house to try to do nothing, boy. Mm-hmm. We'll have them for dinner. Hell no, no, that big ass dog. Right, that nigga big as a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you gotta look and see like what what like see this is why I said like with that question, like I read those books back in the day. So in that book wasn't just like bullies that I'm reading. It was like the confirmation for Rockwallers, uh Australian Shepherds, uh Belgian Malinois, uh it was different stuff in there, bro. And then all it was like <clears throat> that and then now y'all just made me remember uh back in the day when they had the uh the USA, it was a part called Animal Channel or Animal Planet or something, bro. And I'm like they had a dog show that was called breed all about it and every it was 30 minutes about one specific breed bro i remember that and they tell you about like yeah. uh like the history of it what it could do the health stuff or something so that to me think about me man i think i read that when i used to watch that it was like a little quick quiz for me to see if i still remember all right a dalmatian was bred to, oh right doom, 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 doom. you feel what i'm saying and like right. it was one of them like a game show like your own personal game show Mm-hmm. It was like flashcards oh, for him. There you go. And probably I forgot to tell y'all this part too. My mom didn't like dogs, bro. So I couldn't oh, have wow. one when I was real small. Mm. When I was real small, I couldn't have one. So reading about one was like the next closest thing I could do. Or watch a movie, Homeward Brown, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything you had to do. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, look, fast forward that 20 years later, I got a dog inside of her house and it lives inside of the house and she wouldn't take a dollar for it. And it's one of my productions. Yeah, it works. Oh, wow. I like that. That's crazy. Her. You done turned her. You done, you done turned her to a dog person. You Man, I, I helped out with a dog show about a month ago and we was using like my mom's house as like, you know, one of the meeting spots and my homeboys got these little nano dogs, bro, and they was pulling them out of like they got the little dogs that coming out of bags and stuff. If you check mm-hmm. my page, you'll see what I'm talking about. So when he pulling into stuff, she was like, So you mean to tell me they could fit in my, they could fit in a Gucci bag? And I was like, Yeah, mom. she was like, I need one. My mama want a Frenchie <laughs> so a little Frenchie hunt. I'll probably get a Frenchie in like six months. Oh wow. Yeah, my mom dukes like I'm telling you, bro, like she went from like the people I got around me now, bro, I went through a situation where I had another situation where that person didn't really want to deal with the dogs because it took away from the attention on them. People I'm with now was like, hey, Luke, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And, and Damn, right. my mom, mm-hmm. her kids, which is my light-skinned kids, is what I call them because I don't like saying step or, you know what I'm saying, nothing like that. So yeah. it's all like everybody like, boom. Like, let's go, let's go. So my mom even went in there. She's like, look, I need a Frenchie now. I need something I can put in my bag and we can put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's funny, like, watching this natural aspect. And, like, my family, I used to tell them, and they knew I liked dogs, and I used to ride with a dog. But now, saying, like, a lot of my family members, I got one of my cousins I go stop by. He'd be like, man, I'm going to tell you, you make dog breed look so fun. He's starting to watch on YouTube dog music. Look up kennels and stuff. He like Luke. Whenever you want to work on something, send me one. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And I got that's dope. Mm-hmm. Damn, like, like, 
send me one, I got you. My uh, my like I said, my mom said holler at her. I got my a lot of my family members are the people that, boom, boom. So, well, you know, I got the dog. Boom, come out, let me. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it's that's that's more the thing that I be feeling like that blessing and it's crazy because I be sitting back like yo. I remember being little, just trying to get a dog, and now I'm sitting here like, man, I got 13 dogs in the backyard. I got like mm. five females. Figure out who I'm gonna breed. What? What's better? I'm making new friends, and uh, and these guys tell me I can use this stuff for this much and this one, and I'm like, but damn, it's about to be fun for the next couple of years. You feel me? Mm-hmm. All about the people that surround you. My last question I got for you, Luke, is more into an either or thing. Now, being your breeder, I know you you do um, you know, ladies and you got your men over there too. But as somebody just getting into the game, I'm looking at just being it's not far as breeding and having the females because I don't want to deal with females. My wife probably do that on her own. But I'm thinking about just studying KJ and then eventually getting another male just doing a little studying thing. What do you think about that? My encouragement to you would be whatever you feel like that you can network and promote the best. Just know the keywords I just said, network and promote the best that fits mm-hmm. in your avenue. That's one of them things when people say, you, you, if you think the stud lane is for you, bro, rock with it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rock mm-hmm. See, me personally, I like the whole, remember I just told you, I ain't had dogs now for a little. So mm-hmm. I like just dropping a litter, bro, and whelping it. Here and there, I don't like when I really lose a puppy, but if I could, hey, I see that one slipping and I give it a little something. Next thing I know, that motherfucker six months old looking at me. I'm like, bitch, you almost died on me one night. Here. Right. Look how mm-hmm. I saved you know, your life. Look at how I kept looking in the box, bitch. You was in the corner. I didn't save a dog that was in the mother's mouth. I was like, oh, shit, she's about to eat it. That means usually the dog's no good if the mother tries to eat it. I saved the dog. Oh, wow, yeah. That one fucking in my backyard now, you know what I mean? So. Mm. Damn, well, well, you know I saved you from being food. <laughs> 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 you know what that reminds me of? That's that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy. With a, uh, <laughs> yeah, what do? in the beginning. In the beginning, the Yandu said that the yeah, um, Star Lord, you know, these boys are going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> and I saved you. And I saved you from being eaten. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it, you sounded just like. Yeah, you you uh you know your questions, face. Oh yeah, man, that's all I got for Luke for this this round. All right. Well, um, my first question, uh, I would say, what's your best or worst experience that you've had so far breeding? The gift and the curse is people. The gift and the curse. Sounds like (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) yeah, man, it's just like any other business and anything. But like I said, every time that I took a a loss or somebody burnt me or something, it made me better in another aspect. It's like playing chess until you learn how to really play chess, you're going to lose. Right. And then when you go play somebody else, you're going to be able to maneuver a little bit different and know you ain't, you shouldn't leave your back door open like that no more. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, I got a guy now that like owes me for a pup, but I'm when I met him, we was cool. And then all of a sudden we, you come on, you know what I'm saying? But 
I can't go crazy about it. It was my fault because I let you get away from me without giving me my money. So mm. the next time now I know I need contracts and make sure all my money is in my pocket before I do business with, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, right. you know what I mean? Learning uh, good thing about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bring me my money. Yeah, smack my hand, won't do it again. But uh, just like that right there, I tell that to a couple other breeders, bro. I got like, and then the good side of that is, bro, like, you never know, bro. Like, just answering a phone call when I went to a show one night and my homeboy was like, hey, come chill with me, bro. I go to chill in a hotel, not a hotel, but a, uh, a bistro that's owned by some successful dog breeders in Florida. It's like three of them. And then I look over at the table with my homeboy and it's like eight more. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, snap. Like, and it was one of those, like, everybody, hey, my name's such and such and such and such and such and such. And I'm like, all right. So, you in the I'm, room with the key players in your industry. Yeah. So, cause like, I just sat down and did my research. So, I mean, I know faces, but I'm like, hold on real quick. Hey, bro, come here real quick. Let's go to the car. And I go to the car and I'm like, hey, bro, you gave me first name. Is that such and such and such and such and such and such and such? And such? He mm -hmm. was like, yeah, bro, I've been kicking it with him all day. Well, shit, let's go get fucked up. Shit. You know what I'm saying? And right. that right there, just being like, and not even being a, I'm not a person to like kiss nobody ass or them, but I respect them dudes and I, I let them know I respected them. Bro, now I could call and they, Luke, you need to come to Florida next month. Luke, you need to be in Texas this week. Luke, you need to be in California in, in November. You need to be right. like, and it's to the point that I'm like, and they just calling me and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, and they the always said, don't hang with the people that's on your level, I try to get with people that's either and that's a little bit higher than you, so you can learn and you know that shit yeah. rub off on you and fuck up their good habits. Give me at the table where I'm gonna shut up and I'm gonna have my ears back and I'm gonna be looking and I'm gonna have a notepad going down. Like what people don't know is like I went to school, but I, I didn't think I wanted to go to college. I was good for just sitting in class and I could listen to everything without writing it down. Man, mm -hmm. boy, they messed up. I had a little psychology behind that. So when I'm in the room, boy, I'm listening and I'm, I'm trying to catch it. Drop something and watch I pick it up. Oh, go and drop it. Watch I put it in my toolbox. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to hold That's real. That's, that's funny. That's, that's kind of the way I actually, like, learn. Whatever, just sitting back and listening more than it just, like, writing down everything or yeah. whatever. Or yeah, if I do write it, to Taking notes almost distracts me from what I'm actually what I'm learning. Yeah. And the point. Yeah, or the whole thing. Yeah, I'd rather hear it all the <laughs> way through and then maybe go back later and listen to a recording or something. And take notes, mm -hmm. but I, I want to just listen to it the first time and soak in that information. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So, my um my second question is that uh, is there certain breeds of dogs that can't be uh, bred, or is there others that's like they they can't they don't breed well with others? I think you kind of already answered this question at first, um, just just speaking. But yeah, is it like just particular breeds that just won't mix? Mm. Not really. It's more of a. I would say health wise, there's some things that don't mix well. But breeds, mm. like I told you, playing God, man, they got they got some different things out there now, bro. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't nothing go. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah, man. Can you imagine a dog with a pit bull head and a chihuahua body? Just leaning all over. I, Can't hold his head uh, up. Oh, sharky, the shark dog looking. Yeah, 
bro. You be amazed, bro. You be amazed, bro. Bunch of Ren and Stimpy is running around. That, um, the, the Isle of the Doctor Moreau type shit, just weird shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you be surprised. I've seen a mixture between a hot dog dog and a pit bull. Had the body of a hot dog dog. He was a blue brindle with a pit bull face. I, I seen the same thing, bro. I seen oh, the same I don't thing. like that. It was, <laughs> it was brindle, and it was uh, it had the longer body. Shorter legs and the mm-hmm. head was like bullish, but it wasn't like a bully head. It was like a buff boxing, doxing head. It was like, mm-hmm. I told you the dog. A <laughs> buff doxing head. She <laughs> like laid down. Like you got the snout, head. but your head swole as fuck. Man, I mm-hmm. seen that and I was like, so like when I seen that, that was some accidental. They had the hot dog in the house and they had the doxing on the chain. So when that was a mechanic dude that was working on the jump. So when I got in the bully game and I heard and seen what some of the people did, I was like, Ooh. I, it, it was, I won't like, I won't surprise. I was like, okay. Okay. I, I know I got to watch my dogs, make sure the wrong thing don't creep up on. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> so like, my dogs, so like, my girl, like, the dogs I got now, like, I was big on where I got them from. I was big on where I got them from. And I'm big on what I breed them to now because of stuff like that. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Big head dog with a little body, like walking around, and his head's going first the whole time because it's so heavy. <laughs> like a bull. <laughs> like an actual bull. Oh, man. All right. Before I start joking and forget my other questions, <laughs> do, um, is there like certain licensing and certifications you gotta have to breed pretty much? To just actually breed actual dogs, no. But depending on what level you're trying to take it to in your residential situation, mm. you would have the kennel license and then some places you would have to have your breeder's license to get the kennel license. Or you might have to have like, where I'm located at, all I have to have is all my dog's rabies. I go and get, uh, what is it? I got the rabies shots. Then I went up town, went to the treasurer's office, spent all of that. I got a kennel license. So, like, I ain't really got to wear it. They don't mean they can come to my house and I can have up to, like, 20, I think it's 25 dogs I got. Oh, wow. But I'm in the, I'm in the country, though. So, like, right. if you live in like, residential, I think it's, like, when I was in Hampton, it was only, like, four dogs. And you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So they can't get loose and like do something or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got nice. Nah, it's, it's more of a thing of like space and things like, cause like when y'all was at. Oh, like, okay. Was, they got to make sure the dogs have space. Yeah. Like when you get to like smaller cities and stuff, but like you won't want to have like the hoarder type person, something like mm-hmm. that. Or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cause I've seen that shit. They be having them. Yeah, well, stuck between. Well, a lot of people don't. Shit. Well, a lot of people don't think about when they get to these dogs, bro. The more dogs you get, you gotta damn near be a sanitation officer, bro, because you gotta really clean up behind. Y'all know y'all got one or two dogs. Imagine somebody with like thirty. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, so that's a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, so, all right, so you got KJ. So like, you know what I'm saying? You got you got KJ. That's just his poop. So imagine that shit on time. Like, I got 13, but see, I got my kennels built where I can go outside in the morning, spray down everything once or twice a day. I can spray 
and the way I got my draining system, it drains off. But <laughs> if you don't imagine that being, and I got a neighbor right, right beside me. Right now, I live in a cow pasture. That's why all y'all hear this crickets in the background. I can't do that in the city. I tried to do it in the city. I had like, man, I had like five dogs, bro. I had to get everything straight. That's how I can tell you about the whole kennel breeding and everything because I had to get everything straight because you never know. Just because you can see 20 houses don't mean one of them inside the house calling, not calling the ASBCA or your somebody, Judy down the street. Hey, he got he's black and he's got pit bulls. You know what I mean? I used to mm-hmm. stay getting the phone off work or something and a dog done broke loose. Or, and even though my dogs went, I used to get dogs that broke loose and jump back in the yard and just lay in the yard. <laughs> but... But you let the phone call go down. Oh my God, it's the pit bull. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's the pit bull. Right. Oh Dog God. just went for a walk and came back home to chill. Damn right. Yeah. Sure, the stigma true. around them is terrible. But yeah, that's my situation, the more residential situation, though. Uh, but like, far as like breeding, it just depends. Because like, it's some people, like I just said, bro, the dog game is. Some people just a dude could be working for NASA, bro, and just bought him a high quality dog and just wanted to breed and he could have the best dogs in the world, bro, and you'll never know about him because to him they just his dogs in his yard. Mm. And it's a lot of some people breed for their personal collection. Yeah, bro. It was I was talking to a bigger breeder. I've been talking to him for a few days. Like when I heard about the guy, that was one of the guys that I met in Florida. And like I hear all these stories about it. Like, bro, he like, what the fuck I'm gonna sell a dog for? And I'm like, why you gonna sell a dog? And he was like, what am I end up doing? Replacing the damn dog? He was like, I'm gonna get some money off of it. All right, but then in my mind, I'm gonna need to replace it with an even badass dog. So mm-hmm. I don't really his real bro, he got other money behind him that he's a real estate. He got money, money, like Gucci. Right. It's for just he really was just the sport of he just love the breed. dogs. And, and he just want to breed the best dog and make. He want to make the best dog, and that's really what it's about. And a lot of people, it's a good thing because there's comp. It's like a, you know, I gotta, I gotta come out with the next one. But I'm more of a person. I stay in my lane. I know what I didn't create and where I'm at right now. I know right. I ain't ready to go and, and jump in the ring with some of these lions, tigers, and bears and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't yeah. it. But for what I produce and I know what I got. I know what I got. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, th- before you get to your last question, Pat, and this ain't on the uh, list, but based off of uh, just the conversation so far in general. Um, w- God damn it, I lost it. Go ahead, Pat. Shit. <laughs> you have it. You have it. Uh, God dang. Damn, man. I really oh. wanted. Oh, fuck. Go ahead. Well, my last question, he kind of answered earlier with the Turner and Hooch, because I said, uh, what was, what was it? Well, you said that was your favorite. Wasn't that your favorite breed, the Hooch, Turner and Hooch? That's one of the dogs that I'm on my list when I'm probably like 50, and I don't want to do bullies no more. I just want to do something mm-hmm. different. That's probably what I'm going to oh. go get, because that dog breed naturally, fucking farting puppies out and chill, you know what I'm saying? But, like I said, with anything, there's your own lane. Who knows if anybody wants to buy those dogs? You know what I mean? So then I might end up with a little bit of all of them. You know what I mean? Indeed. True. I got my question back. Go when, ahead. When you when you breeding, what makes you wanna uh like how do y'all 
how do y'all grade what is the best dog? Like, what's the criteria to say, okay, this pit bull is a higher quality or a better model of this breed than another one? Like, how do y'all determine that? I depends on if you're looking for it to be a pit bull or a bully, because it's not pit bulls and bullies are different. Number one, that's one of the one of the number like one wrong things too. Like a pit bull is just real. People got to look up the definition of a real pit bull. It's more of a taller dog. It's a lean mm-hmm. dog. It's a working dog. All right, a bully mm-hmm. is a kind of dog. They add in certain things and things to make the dog bigger or shorter, smaller, bigger head. It's more of a designer dog. So to mm-hmm. answer that question, it's more of a like, that's more of when you get in your lane, you can go to your shows. Shows are number one because you can check your dog for what it's supposed to be. You got different classes inside of just the American Bully alone. You got uh, double XL. You have an XL. You have a, a standard. You got a pocket. I think you got like a standard extreme, which is basically all on like the same now because I think they change it every now and then. But different registrations have been. Remember what I was talking about earlier, confirmation? Mm-hmm. All right, those shows are com- some of those shows are confirmation show. And if your dog is within confirmation, you take your dog to the show, and those ribbons and, and trophies that people see, right. those are the best. That's the best try here today. That's the best such and such bloodline today. That's the best such and such. Mm. It's the best. That- uh, and if you go, if I if I go from Florida to New York and I bust ass and everybody ring, everybody not everybody. I'm not saying like everybody got to, but if I win a place all the way up the east coast it's kind of going to speak for itself that i got like a nice dog right right mm-hmm. so that that's what the show world does but the show in itself is like a it's a bigger network it's more of a like a the show somebody may have puppies somebody may make leashes somebody does design somebody uh discuss somebody designs clothes somebody designs the tent somebody you know what i'm saying it's so mm-hmm. many different avenues and just like me, mm. everybody more than just the dog that's in front of you. So every time I make a dog friend, <clears throat> that person, next time I be talking about cars and next thing. Matter of fact, the, the guy bred was since I came back in, the first guy bred when we talked today, and I was I think he about to buy a motor from me or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like we, right. it's, it's not all about the It's like the networking and stuff too. Community. And I'm a cool yeah. person. Mm-hmm. So you be friends with person and he got kids. Hey man, how your kids doing? And next thing you know, he, hey man, what's when you coming through, man? man I'm gonna come up there this weekend. All right, bring the dog with you. I right, bet that. Let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. End up being like fams out there, almost like a family reunion every time y'all see each other. And that's why I try to do like my the best way because I would like it to be a family vibe because I'm selling you a family member. Indeed. That's true. That's true. True. I think that's um, I, I remember. Uh, oh, go ahead. I, I remember one of Faces' um, questions. I thought it was important too. Um, that he had last time. Uh, can you uh, tell us how you feel about? I would say, was it raw? Was it raw meat compared to like processed dog food? He had that oh. question one time. Mm. All right, that was more of a, a individual dog and personal owners schedule like what's mm-hmm. your schedule and looking out and your schedule has a lot to do with it why would you feed a dog a lot of protein if 
your dog really sits in the cage all day while you at work and you let it out and then you <clears> put it back in the cage. Why would you feed that dog a high protein diet? That would mm-hmm. be like me drinking supplements mm-hmm. and taking supplements and then just going to sit in the house and watch TV. I'm gonna just get big, fat, and sloppy. My bones are gonna have extra proteins. I'm probably gonna have a kidney failure because I'm my my kidneys are getting burnt up with all this high protein. Uh, but like I always tell anybody, raw is never a bad thing because uh, if a dog was not domesticated, it'd be a wolf and it'd be eating stuff that's dead or killing stuff to eat it. So it would eat organs and raw meat and bones and pick grass and eat berries and eat whatever mm-hmm. else it felt like to eat because it was running loose in the wild. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's when those people got to look up. You got to really, a lot of things that dog breeders need to do or any, I don't give you buying a bully, pit bull, a Great Dane, a German Shepherd, a Rottweiler, really push some research and some time and see if your schedule is acclimated to that dog and what that dog needs to be the best dog it can be. And then you got to do the research to go find a great breeder and hopefully that breeder's not an asshole and will sit down and talk to you and, and make sure you can go to the vet and see health certificates and and make sure that this dog doesn't have this problem. And it's 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 more it's a family member, man. You don't want to just go buy some crap from somebody and next thing you know, you you know what I mean. And then you back right. and forth to the vet. You put all this money in this dog, and now you find out it can't breed, or it's got a defection, or it's got a defect, or this right. You know what I mean? That's just like a waste. It's like going to buy a new car, man, and it being a limit. No yeah. more. No. Yeah, you said last time you definitely don't want that in a living thing. True. Yeah, you you said last time you gotta find a find a dog, and I guess in any other people's pet, the pet that matches your lifestyle. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. The better take care of advice. Yeah. I wouldn't say that that has more to do with the life that you need a, what you call it, what's them little chunky dogs? No, they they like they chubby. Oh. They uh, it, uh it was on Men in Black, I think. A pug? pug, yeah, and you really a pug, like that's the misconception. Them little dogs, bro. Like that's why I said people gotta really do their research. Cause like them little dogs, bro. They like they hyper, but you gotta give them like the right amount, and they still gotta have like you gotta be able to bring them back in the house so they can cool back off. You can't, but oh, they were great. When those dogs were bred, you got to go back to where they come from. Pugs, Shih Tzus, Pomeranian, any of those small dogs, those dogs used to be working in the, the kings and the those forts and stuff we see back in the day, bro. Them dogs was chasing rats and keeping little rabbits and stuff away from fucking with you at night and shit. They was working then. See, now, just like people, kids want to sit in the room and play video games all day. What the hell are dogs doing? Sitting there looking at you? Pass me on yeah. the video, nigga. And riding like, around in Gucci bags. Okay, yeah, yeah, sounds like, <laughs> not like my sister's dog. Okay, right. yeah. But that's the that's the biggest thing. If you got kids, like uh, you got KJ. Like I always say, my my biggest thing was with when I did and I switched my name and I said Baby Boy Bulls. I got kids of my own, and my kids just naturally like this shit too. So it's like, all right. It's gonna be family, but it's just natural with that. Like even my light skinned kids, bro. 
she, if you talking to me right now, if she was up, if she was right beside me, I'd be like, what bloodlines we got on the yard? She'd have looked up the bloodlines and Googled it. She could talk to you mm. just like I could talk to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, your family biz. Yeah, bro. And, my, and I got a son. I got a junior, bro. He can take any dog. He don't care if it's your dog, my dog. He would take your dog and attempt to stack it. The best way he God gave him birth because he's seen it before. He thought it was the coolest thing. And then I got my baby boy who would just, he don't care about stacking a dog or nothing, bro. But you would find him and a puppy up under a blanket in the floor somewhere asleep. <laughs> he just loves <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I got another right. son, bro. He, 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 they, they all just like, dad, let me walk the dog. Let me, they just, it's, it's that. And then I use it to, hey, kid, take the dog to, for a walk. So then next thing you know, you mentioned this one that the dog need to be walked two hours every two hours. So the next thing you know, the door keep opening up and the kid walking the dog. And next thing you know, you earn some responsibility. Okay. All right. You're paying attention. Indeed. And it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect, man. Uh, y'all got any more questions for the king, man? Mm-hmm. I damn sure learned a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, C-section, like dogs are like just like people, dude. Hey, like, if, you right now, if you in town, me and KJ come over there next week. Oh yeah, next uh, I'll be going. I'm going to Georgia to the to the Money Train show. The what is it? The third, not this weekend, but next weekend I'm gonna be gone. Bet I'll be over there. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see how this weekend because um, my oldest be down here. She love dogs. Mm. Oh man, you know you're welcome to come through, man. You know you're more than welcome. You got yeah, any um any shows, events coming anytime soon? You want to promote or? Uh, yeah, I, man. Tell the people about your business. Tell the people how they can get in touch with you for your services. Like, yeah, plug yourself, man. Put your put your stuff out there, brother. All right, all right, man. It's Luke from Baby Boy Bulls, man. If you, you can look up Lucas Oliver on Facebook. You can look up uh, Baby Boy Bulls. You can look up uh, Mr. Baby Boy Bulls is my IG. But you can type in Lucas Oliver just to pop straight up. The same thing with my old lady name, Selena Dawn on there. You hit her Instagram, it's under Miss Baby Boy Bulls. You hit her, you can't get me, and she's going to get you directly in contact with me. Uh, just hit me on the messenger, and I'll get right back to you. Instagram, I'm working on it a little bit. But if you hit me on Facebook Messenger, I'm pretty sure I'm going to catch you in the next five, ten minutes. Uh, I got a couple shows I'm gonna catch up with. I'm gonna be moving around. Just, just tap into the pages, man. And just, I try to make a movie out of it, man. Because I try to make it like, it's a, it's a movie. This is my life, so I try to show it in the, in the best actual respect, in the same way that I see it. I want y'all to see it. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. working on some things behind the scenes. I'm trying to bring a real, real big show to, uh, to Virginia. I'm talking to a lot of breeders from Virginia because. We get overlooked a lot of times in Virginia, bro, and we got right. some fire and thank God that we're working on it. And like I said, I don't even claim to have the best dogs, bro, but my other man might got something that you like. I got another man that might got something you like. I, uh, if you want different dogs, man, just hit me up. If I don't have what you got or if I can't get you what you need, man, let me make a phone call for you, man. Like that white dog, like that dude was on the Cat Williams that one time. He said, uh, call me back. We'll try this thing again. We'll get it together. Oh, he can find it for you. If he ain't got it, he can get it. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just always been a good person. So I'm a good, I'm a good, you know what I'm saying, person in what I do, man. So 
you need some or if you're trying to get a dog, man, let me know. If my dogs don't fit, I got plenty of people I could send you to Jimmer Worthy for XL. I could send you to Desna for a micro. I could send you to, you know what I'm saying? I could tell right. some people to follow, teach you some different things. And I'm, I always say, like, I'm not the best at what I do, but I'm I'm working to, to if I can help you, I'm going to throw you the pass. You feel what I'm saying? I was always Indeed. good with being the shooting guard. I ain't want to be the point guard. I want to be a shooting guard because I want to go set the screen for my other homeboy about to dunk on you. You ain't even see it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm big on just helping everybody else out, man. But like I said, just keep everybody's eyes out, man. If, if it's just showing it, I ain't going to say it because it's going down. I got some big, big moves. I just don't want to speak on it too fast. Can't nobody kill a black man. Indeed. Y'all can sit right there with me. You, mean, already right there with, you already know. Oh, you already know. Uh, you right there. Yeah, this is not the last time or the last show that uh, you will see the partners collaborating with Baby Boys Bulls. Um, we definitely got uh, some stuff we're gonna be showing y'all as Lucas. Uh, just yeah, some big things. Big things oh, yeah. are quiet. Oh, yeah. We got a tour. We got a tour that's coming up. And y'all, we and y'all, we just documenting every moment of believe that we got you. Yeah. Pretty soon we're gonna use that for the tour we're gonna put out there. We're gonna record a tour. Um, I'm gonna bring my dog over there and let y'all see when the man really was going over here. So y'all can see what the what the what the really takes to run a, a dog kennel. Um like you said, it, it ain't no easy business, but with hard work, you get what you get what you put into it. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah, Big bro. Facts. I wake up like six, seven in the morning, bro. I got one dog that had to have medicines. I had you gotta take them out, you gotta Make sure this one don't drink this or this one don't eat that. That's why I say, like, it ain't as easy as people think, bro. A, a simple like bag of a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> a simple bag of dog food, bro, can kill a dog. It's like you can fuck down and feed the wrong kid peanut butter, bro, and fuck somebody else. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, another thing I hadn't yeah. even thought of, like, you know, food allergies and stuff like that. But in dogs, mm-hmm. like, some you just take for granted because, yeah. you know, you know yeah. dogs, so. All about what you know, man. You know, right. You get the dog That's why I was just looking up to YouTube and put the dog in them. So I, I purchased from him before I even left the house. I, I left the house at the original time with a, with a set of numbers. You feel me? So I mean, even starting to venture off with KJ, I had knowledge from Lucas. So that it, it, it's a pleasure doing business with him on a continuous basis on here and just with the dogs. You feel me? So, Indeed. My mom said, man, you are your business. So I'm trying to make sure that I could be as so best true. I could be. You Indeed. Well, y'all can follow the, the product and the customer uh, live on the partners because Face is both a customer and you always see KJ. And y'all know he's, you know, a member of the pod squad for shows. You know, he be showing up on the episodes and whatnot. So y'all already know how beautiful segments, are. So, so you you seen the proof in the pudding. Now take yourselves on over to Baby Boys Bulls page and go ahead and check out the whole, the whole show, the whole, uh, the whole family of dogs that he has, and, and just look at how beautiful they are. And go ahead and if you were thinking about being a, a dog owner, you know what I mean. How let a man get get some knowledge on on how to make sure you're doing things the right way with him. You know what I mean. Uh, if you're looking to get into uh, the breeding game, you know what I mean? Who better to learn from? Um, and, and if you're looking to buy a bullet, why not from the man? 
with the plan. Um, and, and you see how, again how beautiful KJ is. So you already know if which you, the quality that you're getting. So uh definitely, man, support black business, support King Lucas Oliver and baby boy bulls. And just you know, let's continue to keep this black dollar circulating in our own community, man, and continue to keep learning from each other. Cause I'm damn sure feel like I'm better uh informed now, especially seeing as though I, you know, I definitely want to give my son a dog. So, you know, I feel like I got a little bit more information and I got a new resource to get more information. So like True. I said, Lucas hey, yo, will be back. Yeah. Look, well, I got this chance, man. I want to tell everybody, man, I appreciate you guys, like, just letting me use your platform and just talk, man. Like I said, I ain't the best, but, yo, I'm a pathway and I can open the door if you if you need it. You know what I'm saying? So Respect, let me man. just talk. Most anybody that's going to learn the education, bro, like I would tell anybody, man, just do research. <clears throat> Before you do anything, bro, if you open a business, do research. If you do, take a loan out, do research. If you do cars, do research, just do research and keep learning, man, because if you ever stop learning, you're dying already. Respect, yep. indeed, big man. facts. And, uh, you know, you got an open door policy over here, man. Thank you again for giving us your time. Um, and if you ever, you know, we already going to be collabing anyway, but if you ever, you know, got some on the spur of the moment that you're doing or that you want to promote, or if, you know, you have, like, you know, some going down with one of the people that you are, you know what I'm saying? Influencing a mentoring that needs to be promoted out there, man. You know, holler at us and we got you, bro. Same here, man. Same here. Y'all call me, y'all got me, man. Just hit me, I'm here. You already know, bro. Um, and and you know, that's the interview with Lucas Oliver from Baby Boys Bulls. Um, Lucas, we about to get into the rest of the show now. Um, you're welcome to stay on if you like, or you know, if you do have something to do, you you are free to leave. But you're definitely welcome to kick it with us and, you know, get into the fuckery, as we call it, around here. I could rock with y'all the other night, but then I had to drive six hours the other day to go pick up a It's got bread. <clears throat> so then I have to let y'all boys rock on, man. But like I said, I appreciate it, man. Always, I man. It. Most definitely, bro. Saluki, man, like I said. Open door policy, bro. You always welcome in the pod squad, man. You official, you're an official part of me, so... Anytime you ever want to come back and you know drop some more knowledge or promote anything, man, you 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 got a platform, bro. Hey, man, y'all just stay tuned, and y'all be the first people to know, man. I love y'all, man. Good night. Man. Love you too, bro. Priest King. Love I appreciate you, family. Indeed, man. So, man, y'all. Hey, my people out there that's in the dogs. Like we are, we are dog people right here. So, if you're in the dog, man, hey. We done, we done put you in with the plug now, man. You can't say we ain't we, 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 we let you know where to get the good stuff from. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man. Thank, shout out again to Lucas, man, for just being so gracious with his time. Two nights um, on a very busy week, man. You know, we're all uh, full-time employees, family people, all of that. So, you know, we definitely understand the commodity of time. So just the fact that he was willing to take time away from his family and his dogs and share with us. Appreciate it, man. But, um, you know, that was definitely the good of our show, but you know, it's always time to, we gotta have a balance. And I was looking at my, I was looking at the, cl the clock real quick, man. And I see it's, it's time, man. It, it's, it's time, it's time. Man. I think it's time, man. I think yeah, it's time. man. It's time. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, it's darn right. It's time, man. It's been too late, man. That's that shoe. It's time to go. All right. Episode 36. <laughs> Episode 36. Good and fuckery. Good and fuckery. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, so I want to start it off with uh, rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Um, indeed, man, indeed, rest in peace. The um, past no, um, like about a week ago now, and um, I'm gonna just go say my quick, my quick um, feelings about this, and I'm gonna let it go. But y'all got to stop claiming people are dead before their time. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's dis- yeah, they it's be killing dis- folks when they die so bad. <laughs> like y'all want to be right so bad, y'all wishing death indirectly on people, and I don't fucks with that. That's the fuckery I don't fuck with. Big facts. All right, I'm, that's it. That's all I had to say. Stop it. Y'all no did it with Biz. Y'all did it with DMX. Yep. Shit, you did it with a couple of other people. Like shoot, y'all did it with people that were still alive. It was still. And still kicking that. Oh man, say that. Be confusing me. I'm looking emotional in my timeline. <laughs> and I'm sharing it because got I got me I, crying I for no damn mean. reason. Then when it happened, I done cried somebody, out all my tears. Next thing you know, somebody <laughs> comment, uh, this was found out to be untrue. <laughs> Whatever. Got Facebook flagging me because I felt sentimental. Yeah, man. Stop rushing to the wrong, to the to be first with the wrong shit. Yeah, it's definitely ain't nothing you want to be the first to report on. Yeah, it's in the way. It's in the way. But I'm going to tell you what's not in the way. All right. Uh, in the good state of our, our good home state of Virginia, they are righting some wrongs. And um, uh, Virginia County um, in Arlington uh, voted to rename Robert E. Lee Highway uh, for John to John Mercer Langston Highway. The first president of the Respect. what is now Virginia State University. Respect. Let's go, Trojans. Let's go. V S U A. That's um. That's because dope. that's real though. It's I'm already paranoid enough about police. Now I got to be paranoid about police and ride on Robert E. Lee, the right. Confederate Highway. Like uh, yeah. Ain't so nobody yeah. trying to ride on no slave on the highway. Mm mm. No, I'm alright on that. Maybe ride over a slave owner, or <laughs> but, <laughs> but not on their house. Take you this, Mister. No, ride a steamroller through the plantation uh, mansion or whatever. <laughs> but can yeah. lay it up. <laughs> yeah, dang right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know this ain't all I'm talking about. You know, um, I used to work at Hardy's, right? And you know, to become a manager, you actually have to go go down, I think it was in North Carolina, and train in a plantation. The building is a plantation. You go through a schooling at a plantation. Mind you, this, this is the same, same company owned by the CEO that was under Trump's camp. What are you training camp. me to do at a plantation? Mm-hmm. Watch the other slaves. To work, nigga. <laughs> no, hell no. Exactly. Bitch, I'm burning it down. Burn it down. You know, my Django shit. Yeah, that shit. Mm-hmm. The candy people. Hey, people, get out. 
Get out like the Jordan Peele movie. Get out. Get me out. And snap the picture. Peele, speaking of Jordan Peele, he got a new horror movie out coming. Well, he ain't out yet, but it's coming. Oh, real? It's really him? It ain't that Karen it's type really shit, him. is it again? Like it's, some it's, really it's really okay. him. <laughs> you want to know uh-huh. how I know it's, it's really him? Because Jordan Peele has movies and they have the most regular words for the name of the movie. Got Get Out, yeah, Us, yeah, Them. You want to know what this one's called? Of course you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guessed it. Nope. That's the name. Nope. nope. Like nope. the uh, like the internet meme where they be some some some. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's what inspired nope. them, but I I I think I know where the feelings come from. If I was in a horror movie, and then. And um, Fred uh, from the Scooby Doo gang says, "Hey man, I think we should go investigate." Guess what? You I'm want some of this old man? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a movie about all the black people just sitting at home because all <laughs> they gonna be watching the news the whole episode. Oh damn, man! They done killed all our friends. What? Ah, uh, we told them don't go. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Be the quickest, quickest horror movie ever. <laughs> quickest horror movie ever. The last, the last scene of the movie gonna be the white people walking out the door. Hey man, y'all really ain't coming? Nope. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> they gonna call that shit avant garde. That whole movie gonna be thirty seconds. And then, and then a nerd to have end credits. At the end, <laughs> when they gonna be long as hell <laughs> for our production team in Toronto. <laughs> Coming twenty twenty four. Ain't but seven That's people sequel. in the whole movie, and six of them leave <laughs> as the black man just says, "Nope, shut the door." <laughs> and the sequel coming out in four more years. You want to know what it's called? Hell no. Nah. That's the name. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the title get longer as you go. <laughs> the fifth, the fifth one will be called. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> the old, the old man with the hat that was singing "Hell No." He's gonna be the sound. He's gonna be the dude. Hell the no to the no, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> Oh hell oh, no! Uh-huh. This my shit at the cookout. You said what? This my shit at the cookout. <laughs> what DJ playing that at your cookout? I can see, I can see face in there with them cowboy boots and a, and a black, a black <laughs> Stetson just sitting there tapping his foot. The, hell Doing no! That at the hell no! That's your asshole in the wall. Y'all know this my shit. You know, I ain't never heard that shit a hole in the wall. That's my shit too. Why well, I feel like I heard that before. I've never heard that. How <laughs> it go? Like here, here it go. <laughs> I don't know the top of my head. I know it's about the hole in the wall. Google this I'm shit. YouTube. Go YouTube. YouTube that shit. That's my shit too. That shit slap. Tell me, man. Oh here. <laughs> I, <laughs> there we go. Oh man, oh man, face. 
<laughs> I mean that, yo. I don't even know what the hole in the wall. <laughs> Sound like some shit they only play in speakeasies and juke joints. All I listen <laughs> or look up on YouTube, hole in the wall, or the other shit they said. Hell no. Them shit slap, man. Nah, hell no, yeah. Hell no, no, no. That's almost hell a Negro no. spiritual. No, no, no. No, hell no. It's dang near a Negro spiritual. Wait a minute. Speaking of Negro spirituals, all right. Uh, the NBA, uh, the NFL said they're going to do the Black National Anthem from now on. That's that's what I heard. And I, and I was thinking to myself, is this what Jay-Z is doing? Is this what Jay-Z is doing? <laughs> so, yeah. The Black National Anthem. See, I have... All right. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. I like the gesture, but... Yeah, I, I do they know I why it ain't about the anthem, it ain't about the music of the anthem for real. Like we already know that shit racist, but that ain't really what it's about. It's about the police brutality and the and the systematic racism and injustice that black people face. That's what it's about. Give us do something for you want to do something, do something with your clout, power, and money, NFL, and do something to do to put pressure on a politician or something to help change that. We don't need no that. We can listen to the damn Black National Anthem on our own. Like, we don't need you for that. We could put some fucking AirPods in if we want to play football. And, and not Every time it. you go to church, um, Black mean? History like, Month, they play. That's that's the same yeah. shit as like making June to the holiday. Like, that ain't what we want. It ain't. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. That ain't. It's like, it's like, I'm, it's like I've been, you've been starving me all week. I literally have not had nothing to eat. And then you come back and ask me, do I want to go play? It's a nice gesture. I understand you wanting to know if I want exercise, but I need food. I, I that ain't what I need. So I that, that ain't got nothing to do with the pro. The actual, the actual problem is I'm starving. It ain't that I, I ain't have access to a playground. It's I'm starving. Like <laughs> the fuck. Well, I have a take. It's completely off. Completely different. I, once again, I as I've been saying, I totally agree with the statement that Tiz has said, and I don't disagree at all. This is my other reason why I'm not really for, you know, the Negro National Anthem being played. Um, Now, mind you, I'm not even a real big sports fan or whatever, but I know how I am when I want to hurry up and see or do what I want to do. (laughs) And uh, let me tell you, uh, the Negro National Anthem, it's one of the longest songs. If y'all want, that's not going to help black and white relationships. That's going to piss white people off. Look, you 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 already seen Gary Owens talk about going because every time church. you think it's over, that shit go. You be like, hey, sing a song. I, <laughs> like, damn, we I, have been singing maybe, a song for hours. Maybe the first game of the season. I might actually want to see it because I want to see how distraught white people's faces are when they when it's like 10 minutes in and we're still singing the middle part of the song. Mm, <laughs> mm. I just want to see that at one good time. All right, you, you see how long it's taking? Show you what it's for like. Us, we go to church. But for us to end this song, 
You see how long it's taking? That's yes. why we'll never see y'all at the restaurants after church because y'all be catching brunch and breakfast. Mm-hmm. Our ass come in there. It's the dinner menu. You see how long this song is? That's how long it's been to get justice from y'all motherfuckers. You're going to have to suffer. But Every like Sunday. I said, like I said, I know how I am when I want to hurry up and get to something. It's not going to improve yeah. black and white relations. I'm can you, can you, you see the uh, Super Bowl? How long it's going to take for the Super Bowl to start now? That oh, shit God. already like a 30, 40 you minute production to get to the game. That ain't going to go through. They ain't going to have Boy, when they have Beyonce come up there and sing and she want to riff and stretch the note and and go for the high note and try to outdo Whitney and Oh Lord, that shit gonna be long as hell. Let me let me tell you how long. <laughs> let me tell you how long Negro National Anthem is. All right, when 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 they first started doing Black History, it was called Black History Week. That's how long the Negro National Anthem is. The whole first Black History Week or whatever. When Black people start singing it, <laughs> let me tell you how long it gets. It's about as long as Black History Month. Now, <laughs> now, have you have, have you ever been have you ever been to a black church? All right, all right, yes, all right. You you know how it takes a whole day. All right, that's the first verse of the black the black Negro national anthem. All right. The so first, yeah, yeah, y'all might want to rethink verse. that. Y'all might go remix it. You know, chop it up. You know, make it. You know, yeah. making it's gonna be longer two minutes. It's gonna take you long, know because they're gonna always have some black lady singing it. And black people, we put emphasis on our shit. We be oofing. We're gonna go mm-hmm. for the gusto because we're gonna feel that shit. Especially the first time they sing it. Oh man, whoever do that first performance of it is mm-hmm. gonna lose their mind. They're gonna be up there crying and shit. It's I don't want it to be the whole a- thing. You you know what? I don't even really want it to be a black person. I want it to be a white person. I want them to suffer through it. Like nah. <laughs> I don't want to nah. hear it, but nah. I just I don't know to, how you I like your grits, but I don't like mine like that. What I'm not gonna do is have no Caucasian singing to be the Negro want... national anthem. That shit do not go. Look, man, everything, everything ain't for everybody, man. Everything I, don't I, I'm being that. selfish. Amen. I'm being selfish, yeah, and I, I just when the last time you when the last time you seen China. Let somebody come that's black come sing their national anthem to start off some sporting event. True. I ain't never seen it. I never heard of it. I ain't never watched no Chinese shit. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. I, I just wanted to I just wanted some more content for the good and fuckery in the future. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gonna laugh at it if it happened, but oh yes. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk some shit. Oh, we're gonna talk some shit about it, but I'd rather not see it. Let's get done. Uh, culture. Nah. Uh, so let's let I'm gonna fly through these. Um, so Blade, um Tiz, help me out with the dude name. Um Mahershala. Mahershala. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. All right, as y'all know, he's the new Blade, and they now got um Helmer Basam Tariq as the director. Um he's uh Helmer Basam Tariq. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was I'm like, okay, well, who? I thought he was saying got, the name um, of a law firm or something. An associates. No, my mama said my mom and I who saw. 
Ali. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. I'ma say it one more time, I'm not gonna stop. Come on. I still don't believe it. I still don't believe that's what he said. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know. I know. We just niggas, man. We don't want it to be. We want it to be some old mama say mama side. (laughs) Some shit shit don't make no sense to nobody nowhere. Mama say mama side. Mm. Turn it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to end the movie news with this. Um, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Swiss Beat Sons are coming together for a movie named Charge It to the Game. That kind of sounds like an old No Limit movie from back in the day. Yeah. Or an old Snoop Dogg No Limit album from back in the day. I tell you what, I definitely, I definitely feel like the DVD version gonna have a picture on it with the wording is all in diamonds and gold. It should. They're going to have some pit bulls and a mansion in the back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, my question, I don't know if you know the answer or not, but my question is, do these guys have any acting backgrounds or are they just coming up because they're, they're sons of people they want to just try to act? Yeah, it sounds like some son shit because I ain't never heard of them. I believe this sons because this is the first time I even heard of Snoop Dogg's uh, son's name. Yeah, I don't even know what son that is. I know the one that played football, and then there was another one that did something. But I think Dr. Like Dre. No, I might be confusing. I might be confusing Dr. Dre's son with um, Ice Cube's son. So yeah, Ice Cube's son. Now I know he did good. He was in the uh, NWA movie. He did good at acting. Like I could see him doing something. He did a few movies. Yeah, but the other these other cats. Uh, nah, we don't know. No, nah. we don't know. It gives me no limit. It's that money vibe. talk shit right here. I got money for yeah, something or something. Do something and if it turns out like we will have jokes. Mm-hmm. So it gives me that um choices from hypnotized minds movie vibes. Yes. That's that. a that's a very apropos uh <laughs> comparison Classic. Yeah. Um, all right, so let me get right down to it. Um uh once again meg the stallion is 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 winning it's just winning it's just winning it's just winning um he yeah, just like her yeah, knees one, i don't give a damn about her winning yeah it shouts out to meg's knees they should have their own olympic the and the meniscus the the things she do with those knees man the things she do with those <laughs> knees people okay <laughs> like artwork anyway um yeah she becomes the first rap artist to appear on sports illustrated swimsuit cover because what rapper in the 90s is going to end up in a swimsuit cover <laughs> yeah, that's hopefully not hopefully it would be like just either looking or foxy that's about it and eve yeah, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe. It ain't gonna be no Queen Latifah. I seen them things nah. in Be- when she was in Bessie. That ain't gonna do it. <laughs> that is not gonna do it. <laughs> no ma'am. No ma'am. <laughs> Bessie ruined everything. Whatever the whatever the uh, mystique was there. Well, MC Light. 
No Lord, man. MC Light too. <laughs> I gotta. Nope, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Hot damn ho, here we go. Nope, 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 nope. Face tried to set me up there. He know what he was doing. It's something there. It's something there. And my people out there, know you know. My people with that comedic mind like mine, you know what a joke is there, but I'm gonna leave it alone. Hot damn, oh, here we go again. Boy, uh... <laughs> oh, man. Let me go to the next subject before we get in trouble. All right. Yeah, I would get canceled. All right. Um, enter, enter, enter. In the um, intergalactic race to see who has the most money, Jeff Bezos have stepped up into the game um, okay. with his Dr. Evil looking rocket that he's going to be in to shoot off into space. Yeah, that rocket was uh, very uh, dildo-ish. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Both very the, different. Dr. Evil um, and Jeff Bezos, which is funny because he's bald-headed. And yeah, I would like to give a special shout out to all the people he has enslaved in Amazon because they paid for that trip to wherever he's going in space. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, um, uh, but he really didn't go to space. Y'all, y'all see though. I just want to make sure we say that though. What you said, what he didn't really go to space. Yeah. He kind of went to, you know, Lower atmosphere. orbit, atmosphere area. He it was like sub, it was in a suborbital area. He was in the clouds, in the in the in the where the last clouds. Let's just call it what it is, man. He put a dick in the sky. That's about all he did. Yeah, pretty much did. Fuck the sky up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fuck, fuck the world up. up. <clears throat> Y'all already don't fuck the world up. Might as well go for the sky. Hey, sky's the limit, and you know we got. All right, I'm gonna stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hell no, boy. What the fuck was that? Nigga, <laughs> this bus I was 112. <laughs> 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 I'm done. I am. So done. This is for my who said Ashy the classy, and uh, you know, speaking of warehouse wor- workers, um, in the fuckery part of this, um. F- People, workers in Frito-Lay, they are requesting uh, the world to basically ban Doritos because they're going through suicide shifts, pretty much. They say um, hundreds of Frito-Lay workers in Topeka, Kansas, are in a third week of a strike, citing so uh, what they call suicide shifts and poor working conditions at the manufacturing and distributing uh, distribution plant at a time. When the company's net revenue growth was has exceeded all of its targets, <clears throat> employees say sweltering 90 degree temperatures on the picket line are preferably uh, by better off than the 100 degree plus heat that's awaiting for them in the warehouse and the mandatory overtime that 84 hours a week. Pretty much. Plus, they're saying that the racist is not matching the living. Um, the cost of living increases, pretty much. So, um, put them cooler ranch down. 
Put the roof coat around. <clears throat> so these people can get some a- AC, you know, for every chip that you eat, that is another drop of sweat on one of these workers. That I made now it, it makes you really think about them Fritos, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the face they be having when they be packing them. Why would you want a sweaty worker over your chips? Come on, that's son. not salsa. Hey, that's hey, not hey, hey, that's not the salt I want on my chips. Hey, Playboy. Hey, hey. Yeah, I know it's a little little bit out there. Okay, yeah. so <clears throat> to talk is talking about sweaty workers. I don't want to talk about no sweaty workers. I don't want to talk I about sweaty workers. I don't, I don't, I don't want sweaty workers around my chips. <laughs> I definitely don't want to. I definitely don't want that. No sir. Come on, give them some AC, man. Yeah, this all sounds just pretty bad. They they said, um, well, we got a um we got a shortage on salt, so let's just pump the heat up to a hundred. <laughs> let's pump the heat up to a hundred and just use salt from the sweat of the workers. Uh, let's sprinkle some crack on them and get out of here. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they say. <laughs> just sprinkle a little crack on them. All right. <laughs> This is hilarious. All right. So the top <laughs> off the fuckery for this week. This is the fuckery of all fuckeries here. Oh. <clears throat> Lorraine Graves of Tulsa, Oklahoma. She just happened to be scrolling along on Facebook and noticed the wanted poster for her arrest and um and went on that wanted poster and commented it. So if she can get receive the reward for turning herself in. Oh no. Oh no. You yeah. jackass. <clears throat> yeah. I hope they put her right up under the jail. Nope. Yeah, right Nowhere up near under, right, right up under. Right up under. Mm-hmm. Right the hell up under. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah, that is. Like, but that's not the mother, that's mother not the first what? time I've seen that. That is not the first time I've seen that. And these police Facebooks have been posting up pictures. I seen one guy, he actually was having a conversation, planning the time that he was going to actually come in and uh, turn himself in. And then they comment back, hey, guy, hey, we missed you the other day. And he was like, oh, my, my schedule got a little tight. I'm trying to wrap up things before I come in. Um, I will make sure that I make, make it there tomorrow. Afternoon tops. I'm like, y'all just, just sir. That's today. You you yeah. mean today? That's what you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not tomorrow. Today. He actually he actually took a picture of himself. Actually turned himself in at that. When I find, I'm gonna have to. I have to go through Keep my um, <laughs> my long line of posts on my Facebook to find it. But man, yeah. This, these things are happening, and um, oh, yeah, people are so good dumb. Some in the water, man. That fluoride is killing folk. But guess what? Guess what? Even though black people turning themselves in and doing this dumb shit, mm-hmm. we got some great shit going on in the world, guys. Well, that last dude was white, so we're gonna we got put some that amazing out there. shit. Okay, right on, right on. <laughs> still, well, you know, no matter what, we got some good yeah. shit going on in the world too. It ain't all bad idea, and that leads us to. The positive black news of the week. The cool shit that black people are doing, being a part of and initiating this week. And our first story tonight is coming to you from currentargus.com. 
cause bad current arguments. All right, and it's basically a Black Education Act takes effect in New Mexico schools. A new law aimed at improving educational outcomes for Black students went into effect on July 1st. House Bill 43, the Black Education Act, required the implementation of culturally inclusive curriculum, anti-racism training for teachers, and a hotline for reporting incidents of racial, bi racial bias at any public school. The bill was passed unanimously by the New Mexico legislature. So shout out to New Mexico for making it uh, just safer for black kids to be able to actually pursue their knowledge and learn about themselves in a safe way and to be free of you know, have an outlet to be able to advocate for themselves when they're faced with those discriminations or those, you know, them biases, man, that yeah. get treated unfairly. But yeah, man, shout out to New Mexico, man. The West Coast, the West area, that area has been doing a lot of progressive uh -huh. things, I feel like, the past few months. So, uh, I don't know what y'all got going on out there, man, but y'all black and brown people out there, man, let's keep on riding. I like what you're doing, and I want to see more. Shout out to New Mexico for passing that bill, and uh, bring some of that over to the East Coast. I was gonna say <laughs> Georgia, Virginia. You know, hop on that train if you want to. Let's go ahead and uh, show us cool to do the right thing. Maybe we can somehow correct Texas at some point. God, oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> um. Well, our next story. Uh. We always like to celebrate when black people uh, also make and hit financial milestones. So LeBron James is now the first active NBA player to ever reach billionaire status while playing. Um, yeah, really, Capricorn. Uh, yeah, it's it's really only uh, maybe in a few other that's been billionaires since they stopped playing. You know, people like uh, I don't know if Magic is one, but I know he's up mm -hmm. there, and I know that uh, Jordan is up there, and a few other players that make some good investments, but. Nobody's ever done it while they were still playing. So he still he hasn't even started his real business and retirement career yet. And he's already worth a bill. So shout out to LeBron James for just continuing to push boundaries and just shout out to shit, my first shit on all the media that hate the man. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily a LeBron fan, but I will say I definitely respect him and uh proud of. Him. That's what's up. Good shit, man. I got I got to respect him. He's um he's my birthday twin. I'm exactly 1 year older than this him. This is true. This and is. exactly a billion a year, uh, and exactly a billion dollars broker. <laughs> you and one me year old, brother. And I got a year a day older than him and I still ain't got no money. <laughs> me too. You said what? Nigga, you older than all of us. We ain't you. We know you old. You know, I'm talking about a billion dollar broker. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. we all that broker. too. We all that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's all right. <laughs> I had a year day. start, man. One so day. The, he, he started somewhere. Should have played basketball. It was yeah. good at, and should have been good at it. <laughs> Negro, we both we, we both below 6'3". We ain't have a shot. True. And wrote the cards for us. Those that do, do. Those that can't, we podcast. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, uh, I still be putting in my work on the uh, local playgrounds and blacktops, you know, shaking them up and then coming home and icing it down. But, yeah, shout out to LeBron for his billion-dollar milestone. 
Let's get some more billions, man. Let's keep on getting these billionaires and black people. Forget the millions. Let's get the billions. Maybe we can even some of this, this wealth disparity out. Get some more black. And give me a dollar. You know, all you billionaires. Don't be afraid to throw a little dollar my way. I would not yeah. be mad at you uh-huh. if you want to donate. Buy me a car. Or if you don't want to give me the cash, you know, just give us a, just make us a nice studio at each of our houses and, and, you know, give us the stuff that we need to pursue our stuff. You know, maybe in Pet Studio, have him with a podcast set up with an art thing in there where he got, you know, the little latest stuff for comic books and, you know, Maybe mm-hmm. give face and a giant you know, robot and look right. like my friend, look just like me. You know Maybe what I'm give face, you know, a real design <clears throat> studio where he got his podcast over there, but he got his fabrics and he got all his design material, design the clothes, and he, you know, like, yeah, man, you know, throw us yeah. some money, give us some money, Nick. No. Y'all got <laughs> y'all don't realize this out there, man, but it is uh, it's past midnight, and if y'all ever seen our live show, you know, after eleven, it's a wrap for me. <clears throat> I did. I th- yeah, I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm awake. I, I didn't take that MC light bait. I'm awake. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, face. Face. Why face sound like he about to go into a rant about being awake? <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> you, you can tell me. I, I'm awake. That's right. It's time. And that thing about Florida again. Crazy. <laughs> In another thing. <laughs> on another on another note of black niggas getting money. Let's get money. Let's get money. Black people get money. Um, Jeff Bezos just awarded Van Jones a hundred million dollars with the Courage and Civility Award. So um Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has awarded political comment commentator Van Jones a hundred million dollars as part of a new initiative. After successfully completing his mission to space, Bezos and the other passengers had a press conference to discuss the experience. Following questions, Bezos announced a new initiative titled the Courage and Civility Award to honor leaders who aim high, pursue pursue solutions with courage, and always do so with civility. We live in a world where sometimes instead of disagreeing with someone's ideas, we question their character or their motives, Bezos said. What we should always be doing is questioning ideas, not the person. We need unifiers and not vilifiers. Um, so basically, the Courage and Civility Award, um, Bezos gives it to him. He gets $100 million, and he can either give it to chari- charities and nonprofits, organizations of their choice, or they can keep it for their own organization. Um, and yeah, so shout out to Van Jones. Um, he's a founder of Dream Corps. And basically, Dream Corps uh, is an organization that strives to close prisons open doors of opportunity by bringing people together across racial, social, and partisan lines. Its programs focus on criminal justice reform, building a green economy, and creating equity in the technology industry. So shout out to uh, Van Jones, man, for getting that award and for the work that he put in to receive that award, um, especially around, uh, you know, bridging the gap across those uh, different barrier lines and criminal justice reform is the huge part to me. Like, that's a huge thing that we really need in this country. So, shout out to Van Jones, man. Van Jones, yeah. Respect. Definitely shout out to Van Jones. Stop crying, though. You be crying too much. He's a crier. crying too goddamn much. He's a bit of a crier. He'll drop a tear, but you know, I ain't gonna be mad at a man for emoting. Um, It's it's okay. There's some some things, man, I just feel like you... you, The wife wife is working on me, feeling my feelings. 
you know, I mean, us black men can't be no monolith where we just sit there stone faced about everything. We can't be all stoic about everything. So I ain't mad at him, but damn, he do cry a lot. But yeah, uh, certain things, <laughs> I don't know. Certain yeah. some certain times he was crying. I'm like, Nigga, I know I ain't the one to talk, but get yeah, together, bro. You all right? <clears throat> You know, this hundred million dollars. Let me stop. Well, um, on to another black woman. Um, always love to have the queens in the uh, positive black news. Kristen Clark is confirmed as the first black woman to run the Department of Justice's criminals, I mean, civil rights division. The GOP criticized Clark for her stance on police reform where she said police needed to be, re- be reallocated to social programs. But Krista Clark was still confirmed to head the Department of Justice's Civil Rights Division on Tuesday, despite intense pushback from Republicans over her views on policing. She was approved in a 51 to 48 vote, with Maine Senator Susan Collins being the only Republican to vote for her. Clark is the first black woman to lead the division since its creation in 1957. So for all these years, we've had a Caucasian or somebody of another race leading this. And finally, we have a black woman in charge. So salute to you, man, uh, Kristen Clark. Salute to you, Kristen Clark. Well, what, what department again? Civil rights. So the Department, uh, the department of Justice's Civil Rights Division. So since 1957. Never had a black woman. Never. The Not year after my mother was born. Since since <laughs> no. America. Now, when America. you think about what civil rights entails, is <clears throat> gender is gender equity and social and racial equity. Why wouldn't you have a black woman? They cover so much ground and cross so many intersectionalities, like they got a very unique perspective that could probably help a lot of people. But thank God we got it now, man. Better late than never. So shout out to you, America. You is you is full of shit, America. I just want y'all to know that you is full. Maybe the Negro National Anthem ain't too bad. Big dessert. (laughs) And she's coming from being the president of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law. So she was already doing this type of work before this. So it it fits right into who she is and her general mold. So salute to the queen, man. Let's get it, Kristen Klopp. And continuing in politics and ending my positive black news stories for the week, Wisconsin's first black lieutenant governor, Mandela Barnes, is now joining the U.S. Senate race, looking to become the first black man to ever be a Senate senator from the state of Wisconsin. So he's already breaking down barriers on the gubernatorial end, and now he's jumping into the Congress, the congressional field. So Salute to this man, my people out there in Milwaukee and in Wisconsin in general. Please, man, support Governor Mandela Barnes and let's get this black man into Congress so we can continue getting a more diverse and a more equitable um, Congress that actually works for the people. So salute to the King Mandela Barnes. And that is the positive black news of the week for you to use. black people. You getting tired of listening to all that sad shit and, t- and the news trying to tell us what we are? No, man, we out here doing cool shit. So, yeah, yeah man, take those stories with you, man, and hopefully they bring y'all a smile on your face and make your heart warm to see our people and, and their melanin just popping and shining in full array for the world to see. Good job, Black people. 
Yeah. Go Good black people. People. Now this black person has a question. Yes, sir. Oh, bruh. And I pose this question to everyone. Who is the most influential hip hop artist of all times? I'll answer the question first. I personally say Jay-Z. I say this <clears throat> for these few reasons. When this man said it was cool to wear throwback jerseys, everyone wanted to wear throwback jerseys. When he said that wasn't cool no more and you need to start wearing button-ups, everyone went to button-ups. When he said, hey, everyone needs to drink this wine, everyone was drinking, well, excuse me, this champagne. Everyone was drinking this champagne. When he said, hey, that's not cool no more, let's drink this one, everyone switched and started drinking that champagne. Yeah. Business moves, he's influencing other black men with money and other black women with money to try to make other, uh, how can I say, baller-like business moves. Mm-hmm. Um, Monogram. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think? Who who, who you guys think? <clears throat> um, when you say hip-hop artist, that's a very distinct term. Are you meaning rapper or are you meaning hip-hop artist as in anybody that practices one of the arts of hip-hop? Hip-hop artist. Whoo, okay. So I'm gonna go for the I'm gonna go for the low-hanging fruit for Pat can take my answer. I'm gonna say DJ Cool Hurt. He started hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That without, him drop, true. without him dropping them break beats, we don't get b-boy, we don't get any of the roots of hip hop, we don't get graffiti, we don't get none of that. So cool mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. Never, we never meet Jay-Z in 95, 96, 97, if we don't have cool hurt. Back in what 70, 77, 78? Yeah, it was uh, what was it? Seven, it was in 77. Uh, it was in 77. Uh, it was in 77. Yeah, it was like, well, he came back from Jamaica. <clears throat> yeah, I think it was like 74. Google, when was hip hop Okay, okay, so seventy-three. Yeah, damn, hip hop about to be what 40, 40 years old. Forty-four. It's forty-four. Hip hop old as hell. Hip hop. Hip hop old. As Nigga, old. you old as hip hop. Hold on, how is hip hop forty-four years old? You said, say that one more time. It was seventy-three. Uh, August eleventh, nineteen seventy-three. Matter of fact, the was twenty-seven. Hip hop's a Leo. That explains a lot. No, that's 48. It's 48. 27, oh. 27 years from 73 to 2000. And then it's 21 years from 20, from 2000 to now. So, yeah, that's 28 years old. Damn, hip-hop about to be 50 years old, boy. Hip-hop, you old-ass AARP. <laughs> yeah. 48. Uh, I was four years off. Yeah. Who you say, Pat? You ain't about to skate off of this answer. You ain't about to slide. Man, it's kind of because y'all took all the main ones. (laughs) You took all the main ones. So I got to think outside of the box, pretty much. Because I would say with your answer, Cool Hurt, that's probably number one. And Jay-Z is probably right under him. So who would be right under Jay-Z? These nuts. Um, 
Snoop. Snoop. Mm. Snoop Dogg. Say more. Snoop Dogg. <clears throat> I got to hear this one. You can't go nowhere on earth without somebody at least knowing something about Snoop Dogg. Old people know about Snoop Dogg. He's everything. He's a reggae artist. He's a he's a gospel artist. He's a rap artist. He's an actor. He sells alarm systems on commercials. He <laughs> he, he had a show with Martha Stewart and he wasn't the felon. Damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. He's done a I'm lot, but sure. what is what is that influence? The influence? I Well, with that, with him and his celebrity, he makes, he makes hip-hop more at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like okay. All right. Okay. All right. If he he's one of those rappers where if you look up rapper in the dictionary, you're going to find him. It's either going to be Method Man or Snoop or Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the common people, like, my, my, the common people are not going to know about Cool Herc or whatever. Majority right. of people will know about Jay-Z. Know about Jay-Z. But more so than Jay-Z, they know about Snoop. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. You see me trying to find an argument there. You see me trying to poke <laughs> a hole in it, but now nah, I ain't damn, saying he's the most I, influential. I did not see that I, coming. I, but that's tough. To be to be honest with you, I feel like all right, you you your answer, Cool Herc is probably at the top, and Jay Z is the second. And when I Ooh. look at that next person in line, is Snoop to me, like like. I can't think of nobody else. That nigga is the king of West Coast or whatever. Everybody nice. is freaking nephew. Wiz Khalifa is basically the the this generation clone of Snoop, pretty much. He influenced Ooh, he still I got, I know who it is. I know <clears throat> who the most influential person is. Mm-hmm. After Cool Hurt and it's above Jay-Z. <laughs> no, bruh. <laughs> It's above Jay Z and Snoop too. T Pain. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I got one even better. I mean, he literally changed it from spoken word to being to now. Hip hop is almost ninety five percent of hip hop right now is sane. I got one even better. My guy influenced the whole generation to use a whole different type of technology as well. My boy, Soldier Boy. Or if you want to call him by his whole name, Soldier Boy, tell him. Draco! 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, he is pretty influential. I don't uh, Yeah, he's up there. He, he's in that upper level of people at, who've had impacts on hip-hop. Hmm. We, we, we don't like to admit that Soulja Boy had such an effect on the game, but he had a big, big effect on hip-hop. You know what I want to do now? I want to do a bracket, like a championship yeah. tournament I'm... of like, but, but, <laughs> but like, of like hip-hop artists, maybe take like the top 30 or top 60 or 60 something, whatever, 
but I want to do it based off of impact, not based off of lyrical ability, but based off of like how much impact, impact you had or influence you had on the game. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. But leave it to uh, actual like MCs and stuff. So that way uh, Cool Hurt can't be used. Because I feel like Cool Hurt is the cheat code. Yeah, you, you I say that. Was, like, that's the easy one because he started the thing. But, Might as well say God. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like if somebody, it's like if one day we have a branch out and we got like other podcasts or content creators that like are under our umbrella, maybe like, well, you know. Who who who's the most influential person in the in the pod squad? It's gonna be kind of hard to not say us three since we started it. Like we, yeah. you can't influence something. Yeah, so I did take the cheat code, but I would love to do a bracket like that based off of like it had to be said because we don't talk about that a lot. You you talk about record sales, or you may talk about like lyrical ability, especially when you talk about MCs, but. You don't really always think about like who's really the most influential or got the biggest impact per se. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think somewhere Kanye and Kanye and Drake is gonna be there, but I can't really include them just because they're not all the way rappers. But mm. as far as influence and impact, yeah, you can't say influence and impact without saying Drake or or Kanye. Drake had like a really influence. I mean, he sells a lot. I mean, I don't think he really changed too much because if we talk, if you try to say he changed because he changed or influenced because of the singing on the beat, Ja Rule did that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just talking about like the no, Ja Rule did that. So hopefully you all but y'all went through that and y'all going through it all day. Where is Ja? We want Ja. Has anyone seen Ja? <laughs> the Dave Chappelle Ja Rule joke is one of the funniest. <laughs> you know why it's funny? Because it actually happened. <laughs> it's funny. More than once. More than once. And after the joke. <laughs> It's ja Rule, ja Rule went from where would I be without you to being a political pundit. <laughs> what the fuck? We get social yeah. advice from Ja Rule. Let's hear your expert a festival, advice. A freaking Mr. festival scammer. Menage! Oh, the other thing I was going to say about Snoop. I was like, between him, Snoop. Method Man, and Red Man, um, this whole uh, legalization Cannabis, period. Yeah, now that that is between it, them yeah. and Cypress Hill and yeah, yeah, and Dr. Dre naming his album the Chronic. Mm-hmm. And face continuous smoking. This is true. You definitely been advocating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since back I'll at praise dance it, rehearsal. This nigga, hey, pod squad, this nigga face went to praise dance rehearsal. Hey, man. Just want y'all to know how long he been advocating. Like, he ain't new to this. He true to this. Like, he he is. I was a young, I was a young, very young man. (laughs) (laughs) We in there there trying to get a routine down the shackles on my feet. That nigga got them shackles on them eyes. That nigga was bloodshot and could not stop geeking. we had to lay him down on one of them little decorative uh, chairs. 
You just lay here in the back. Mm-hmm. In the vestibule, you lay here in the vestibule (laughs) while we practice. That was like 20 years ago. That was the funniest day of my life. Then mama looked out the window, was like, Tears, go out there and get your brother. He has hell. (laughs) I looked at that damn nigga, stumbling out the car, stumbling up the walkway. (laughs) (laughs) Like, damn, nigga. They gonna smoke the whole tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole forest? Man, you know back when you be first smoking, you're like <laughs> every blunt feel like it's the whole world. Yeah, that was my first <laughs> real time smoking. And yeah, the most fight. Yeah. That was the funniest shit ever, dude. was <laughs> in the church, man. Lit and loud, because <laughs> it won't like it all like niggas with the like to go shower. And I nigga literally showed up on my doorstep and five minutes later the church van was there, <laughs> and I got a wheel in there trying to weekend at Bernie's his ass into the field and somehow so they all so they don't know. Oh no, he just sick. He got allergies real bad. That's all. He not feeling wet. Yeah, he planted and a whole forest there. before he got and here. I, and we, and, and you know, all of the kids, we all, t- we are, you know, the teenagers, we all try to tell him, yeah, no, nah, he all right. He just, uh, you know, he just not feeling well. Yeah. But he's sitting there lit, so he geeking and laughing. Oh my god, good times with no one would think that about me, huh? No one would ever think that about me. What that you was high at church? Yeah. <laughs> man. Hey man. Now that first glance, God gave <laughs> Moses the burning bush. You just had yours before you went to see him. That's all. You know it. <laughs> he just finished planting a whole forest, y'all. That's why it smells like that. <laughs> New cologne, cannabis. <laughs> Trying to save the environment and the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. Oh, well, man. do y'all have any black businesses for this week? Man, other than Lucas Oliver, that was it for me this week, man. I think that'll do it. Um, I will say oh, yeah. we got another interview coming up real soon. Um, in about two weeks. Uh we got a brother coming on that's gonna be talking to us about mentoring and using art to do so. So um yeah, man, if, you, if you're into, you know, that philanthropy work and just learning more about, you know, how to use art to mentor and just what that journey looks like. Um, yeah, man, come through. You know, we're going to have that good shit for you, man. But yeah, man, as always, as always, man, if you want to show your board some support and do it financially, you can if you'd like. Uh, we can go to Cash App, Dollar Sign, Partner, Tears One. Cash App, Dollar Sign, Partner, Tears One. Or you can always donate for as little as a dollar on buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners. You can also sign up for a membership on buymeacoffee.com backslash the partners or patreon.com backslash the partners. On either of those sites, you can sign up for a membership, which will allow you backstage access to us. You get access to our Discord, which gives you 24-hour access to us. We can have conversations offline. You get to know a little bit more about us and we get to have conversations that may not necessarily be podcast ready. Um, We also have um, events that we're going to be doing with members only. You can uh, give us topics that we would definitely do on the show. You get automatic panel access. 
on any of our live shows. So there's a lot of cool things. Oh, you get merch discounts um, on the Patreon. You actually get free merch every once in a while just for being a member, depending on what tier you pick. So go check it out if you want to do that financially. But you know, as always, we're going to tell you the easiest way you can support us. The nicest way you can support us, and it's free, it don't take much, and then all you got to do is have a finger to click a button or to click uh, on your phone. And that's just like, show us that, you know, it helps us out in the algorithm. And if you actually stuck around and get to this point, you must have liked some or some resonated with you. So go ahead, drop a like if you don't mind. And show us some love. Wipe your feet as you come in, as they like to say. Um, also, comment, 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 comment. As you heard at the beginning of the show, if you are new, this is a show with three friends that have weekly conversations that you can join in on. So we want to hear join you sounding in, off um, in the comments. Give us your opinions, your take, your questions, your, your thoughts, opinion. whether you agree, disagree. Did you like it, not like it? What didn't you like about it? Talk about it. We want to talk to you. We want to have that conversation, man. We're not like a lot of channels where you just comment and they just pile up. We actually answer back. We actually engage with our fans on all platforms. Um, so leave us a comment. Share it with a friend if you think they might enjoy the content or you think it might be something in there for them as well. Um, and definitely, 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 definitely subscribe. Flicky, flicky. You're here, something stuck with you. Go ahead, become a part of the pod squad. We are growing, we are growing. We started, we only thought we would be 100 strong in the first year. In less than the first year, we're already 300 strong, like Leonidas and them. And you know, it's a beautiful community, man. We got really, really, really dope subs and uh, followers, man, that are just like some of the coolest people out of man. We learn a lot from them and we laugh together. We have a good time together. So check it out, man. Some of them are hilarious. Indeed. Hilarious. And um, if you decide that you do want to highlight us, man, or you want to get in touch with us and you want to do it outside of, outside of the podcast outside. itself, how can they get in touch with us, Pat? If you want to get in touch, in touch with us, T H E P O D N A S with the at sign in front of it. Um, that's a Twitter, that's a TikTok, that's our Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook doing the same thing, the partners. Uh, we also have the other one, Tiz Face Pat, all the partners. But yeah, basically look up that where he's pointing to, and uh, we're all over your social medias. And whatnot, and we um, are yeah, well. Comment, comment. Uh, if you um, we got a live show, if you got like videos y'all want us to comment on on the live show, hey, comment, um, DM us right there. So, yeah, you know where to go, indeed, man. Indeed, man. And uh, <clears throat> if you want to support in another way, man, and you want to do something financial, but you don't want to just send your money out, you want something to come back to you. Face, how can they get in touch with the merch, apparel, and the physical ways that they can show that they down with the pod squad, man? For these next two weeks only, because the store will be changing platforms and going to a whole different name. Moving on now. We're going to rock with teespring.com backslash stores backslash partner dash closet dash one. Once again, in my smooth Deep voice. <laughs> Teespring.com. <laughs> That's one of those. 
backslash partner, that's P-O-D-N-A-S, dash closet, C-L-O-S-E-T, dash one. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> like the partner's closet was about to be in the quiet storm on the radio song. Quiet storm. Coming up next, we got that new hit from Mary White. Quiet storm, blow it. First song they play. Keep sweat. <clears throat> What'd you say? First song they play after that. After the intro, keep sweat. Oh my, I suck. <laughs> Maybe that's that, but he got you feeling coming. Hey man, as always, man, I am one third of the partners. It's your boy Tears, and I'm with. It's your boy, Padawan, the other third of the partners. I'm about to make me a sandwich after this, along with. <laughs> you know, it's the final third face in the place, and I'm out of here. Indeed, man. We up out this thing. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Keep fucking with us. We're going to got some more content coming from you. Live, as always, this weekend. Come turn up with the fuckery with us. Hey!